I'm Anthony Lewis. I'm Dan Lewis. And it's time to level your gear. Mm-hmm. That's how, no, no excitement this week. Just normal opening. Welcome to Level Your Gear, Cinema Geekly Gaming and Brocast. Uh, Jason's off yeah. playing video games in the background. He's too busy enjoying Far Cry 4 to talk video games with us. He'd rather be playing them. And wouldn't we all? So that's where we're going to end the podcast if I right had here. A, if I had a PS4, I'd be doing that. Uh, I was playing the PS2 earlier, so... Oh, have you? did you buy a new game for the PlayStation 2? No, I was just playing Kingdom Hearts to see if it worked on the TV. You're like it I. Does. It doesn't look. It doesn't look too good. But you're like I've picked up this new game called uh, MLB RBI 2003. It's I uh, got Triple Play 2001. Oh God, you guys got to see my <laughs> stats on that game, bro. The um, so is that what you is that what you were playing when I when I called you up earlier? Was that all that noise and racket was Kingdom Hearts? Yeah, some of it was. Some of it might have been. No, no, I got off Dead Island before you called me. I was going to play the original Mass Effect. Ah, you know what? That's a good good segue, sir, because uh, the first piece of of news we have here is Mass Effect related. Is it 4? It is Mass Effect 4 related, yes. Um, Bioware is is intent on... No. Uh, (laughs) It's a a company, Dan. They're not happy? Company, (laughs) they're not happy, and they're not people also, Dan despite what uh, various political figures may have said in the past or currently still believe. Uh, Bioware is bringing multiplayer to the next Mass Effect game. I don't... Now, see, here's the thing. I am I am a little nervous about this because it's it could... be like Destiny. It could be. Yes, that is my that is my fear. My, my hope... Also, to be like Destiny, we're getting rid of the entire storyline. <laughs> yes, that's the new thing in, like, massive... First person shoot, although Mass Effect's not a first person shooter, but uh, these massive, uh, these massive ass, uh, epic, you know, Mass Effect, massive ass, uh, massive ass video games. That's what they should just call MMORPGs, massive ass, MAGs, massive ass games. Um, so yeah, that's what they're, uh, that is that is that is my fear that they're going to do this. Like I, my hope, obviously, I'm sure your hope as well is that they're going to be doing something more akin to the Mass Effect Three uh, online component, which is uh, you said you still play to this day. Uh, on a, oh yeah, a lot of people do. I can I could probably get on there right now and find a match. People yeah, so I mean, stuff. I mean, that's, it turns out if you make it fun, people will play it. That sounds that's, weird, doesn't it? That's incredible. Bungie's like, what the fuck are you talking about? What? No, if you just spend millions of dollars in advertising, people will, will play yeah, it. Yeah, we had... Who, who was it? Didn't they have like Paul McCartney do a song for Destiny? Did he? I, I'm pretty shit. sure. And I've never heard it, so... They grabbed, uh, they grabbed Peter Dinklage uh, at the height of his popularity. 
to do a voice, <laughs> Peter Peter Dinklage, um, and uh, and and they paid for that. They paid for the fucking uh, Led Zeppelin song, the Immigrant song. <laughs> that 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 royalty check probably wasn't tiny uh, for their commercial. What, the Immigrant song was in there. Yeah, yeah, the, no, the commercial. You ever, you ever see the live action commercial they did? The commercial that's actually better than the game. <laughs> it's a really good commercial. Like it looks, it makes it look like a shit ton of fun. And I'm like, I wish this was a movie instead of a it video game. It can be fun, but once you start doing raids, it gets less fun because people essentially just start getting like mad at each other and shit. Bullet spongy, grindy, boringness. Or people like start like. Uh, People start getting mad at you because it's your first time doing it and you have no idea what you're doing. People are like, God, I hate playing with new people. God, SGFU noob. And then other people got to be like, it was everyone's first time once. Come on. Jesus (laughs) Christ, yes. You know, there was a time when you played this game for the first time and you were not great. Uh, People like that on the internet, uh, especially in the world of online video gaming, few and far between. There, There are not too many... Uh, of these people out there that are that are halfway decent. I, mean, I don't know, maybe you come across some nice ones. I, I always hear like uh, when you play games like H1Z1 or or things like that, where you, like those zombie survival uh, massive multiplayer online games where you just go out there and people will just kill you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, you just walk in there and people kill you and take whatever it was that you've gathered or whatever. Like, uh, yay! How how much fun is this? Woo! <laughs> like nobody has, you know, uh, uh, it, like I'm sure it's nice to be on top of the mountain and that's in that scenario. I'm sure it's much nicer to be the guy who knows what they're doing and has all the ridiculous amounts of crap that they've got, uh, you know, and the, the hours of experience they have playing. The, I'm sure that's lovely and all, but uh, I'm sure it would be just as terrible for you if you went and played another game where you were made to feel like crap every time you played. Like eh, some people, some people get through it. Other people are just like, you know what? It's just a fucking game. I'll just not play it anymore. And yeah. you don't want that kind of community experience, is what I'm, is what I'm guessing. Um, like I know it happens sometimes in Minecraft. For the most part, in Minecraft, people seem to be pretty decent to each other. Maybe it's the nature of the you game. Actually, you, you play online in Minecraft. You can, uh, especially the PC version. Uh, but the PS3, PS4, Xbox 360, and Xbox One games, you can play online with other people. Like, it allows you to to oh, why op- would you? open a world uh, online or whatever. Well, I mean, you can also vary. You can control it a lot, too. Like, Yeah, because people will come in there and just start, like, dynamiting everything. Yeah, people will. There are assholes who will do that. Um, I, I think for the most part, though, maybe it's just me, but I think for the most part, the Minecraft community, and it could just be, that's the type of people that game attracts. Like less assholes are going to go out of their way to play Minecraft if they can play like FPS games. Like I find that the FPS games usually have a far larger quantity of assholes playing the game. Uh, but yeah, this, uh, this thing, the, this, uh, Mass Effect story basically comes from, uh, a tweet from the uh, one of the producers of the game who's looking for basically he was just uh, provided a, a, a link to EA's careers area because uh, they're looking for somebody to help them shape the online experience for the next Mass Effect game. Uh, hopefully, of course, that is uh, It'll be just like Call of Duty. God, I, I hope it's I, I hope it's not I hope it's like a single plus you can do a straight up single player campaign. 
Um, you know, maybe if they even if they do it like Assassin's Creed Unity, where you have side quests that allow you to play multiplayer within the game, um, but the game is not dependent on you doing multiplayer type stuff. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm hoping for anyway. But they, they seem to be trending towards this always online. Uh, you know, you need more than one person to be able to, you know, beat the game type thing. I don't know. Can yeah. you beat? Can you beat the? Can you easily beat the Destiny single player campaign all by yourself? Oh yeah, yeah, easily. Okay. But if you want to get like the good gear and really get the whole storyline, you need to do the raids and shit. And that's when you <laughs> got to storyline. And that's when you got to be like, hey, all recent players, I'm doing Vault of Glass on normal. You're just like, ugh, normal. You got to do it on Excalibur or whatever the highest level is. There's a hard mode for each of them. (laughs) Yeah, I I was like, oh, why don't they have like uh, matchmaking for this? Like they should have some kind of setup where you can be like, I've done the Vault of Glass once. I'm not too experienced. Mm -hmm. I'm looking to start from the beginning. And then they not fixed the matchmaking yet on that. Is it still really uneven matchmaking? Well, it's just that some of them don't have any matchmaking at all. Really? Yeah. So you could go in like on a really hard raid and you can be like a super like high level guardian or whatever the shit it's called. And you could get paired with a bunch of people who could be playing the game for the first time ever. Like that well, possibility? No, I mean like uh, it, I mean like if you go into a raid, mm-hmm. you, you'll, you'll go in there by yourself. I see. And you can't you can't beat it by yourself. You have to you have to literally go on like websites that are called uh, LFGs looking for group. And then you have to find them, send invites, get a party going, then go in. Really? And then hope the party doesn't fall apart because you always run into people who are expecting to do it without dying at all. And people wipe and get pissed. Oh my God. What a fun community that must be. Oh, it's not at all. That's why people, I only go into people that I know. Mm -hmm. And if they leave, that's when I'm like, yeah, I'm out of here too. (laughs) Have you ever done any raids? I did the Vault of Glass with, like, I did, like, the first part with one group. I did the middle part with another group and the end with another group. Wow. <laughs> so I got the entire thing done with three different groups of people. In theory, yes. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I'm sure they're... I'm sure they Some of it's really fun, and, and like, the way the... The, the way uh, the level is designed is really cool. Like, after you, like, beat this one area... You essentially just keep like dropping down into crevices. It's actually kind of cool. Well, I mean, I don't think anybody but, is. I don't think anybody has knocked the game for poor visuals or anything like that. Although yeah, some people have, some people have noted that they it felt like they were kind of teasing this much more open world mentality, and it doesn't feel as open as it is. Pretty big. I they mean. were leading people to believe. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, there's probably more DLC to come. I'm sure. Uh, well, I think is... what's going to happen is they that Vault of Glass was the raid for Venus, and the next one had a, a raid on uh, Mars, and I believe Earth is getting the next raid, and then mm-hmm. probably the last one will have uh, Mars will have the last raid, and that will be the end of it. Because the raids are kind of like the big dungeon bosses; those are like the super. That's where you get like a, like the big boss for each group. Right. The. Weird alien race that appeared magically out of nowhere. Maybe you'll get to go into the Traveler because the Traveler looks like it's some kind of weird planet. <laughs> but that's the that's the second game, Dan. 
Yeah, maybe the second game will be like, here's all the shit we should have told you from the first one. So have you seen uh, have you seen all these ads for the uh, the Evolve game? Uh, some of them, like the five on. It's is like it, is that the one where you're like in uh, like 1800s Britain? No, no, no. That would be the Order 1866, which uh, or 1886. I mean, which I will be. Uh, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be playing that game. I've got that on pre-order. Uh, that game looks awesome, by the way. But no, Evolve is this five-on-one game where you you are either a part of a a team of five humans that have specialized abilities, or you play as a, a monster, which uh, evolves into like a bigger and bigger monster with more and more powers. And it's like a it's like a five on one fighting game essentially. That does not sound fun. Um, it looks it actually looks like a lot of fun, and and it's even it's evened out. The reason why there has to be five humans is because the monster is so powerful essentially, uh, and the the humans are all specialized and stuff. One's like a you know you know how it is like one's a medic, one can put up yeah. like a shield around the group, and you know crap like that. One's like a munitions. Eventually, person. someone will figure out a glitch where they'll just knock the monster off a cliff, and people not want to be the monster anymore. So these games, that's going to happen. So these games are, um, a $60. By the way, did right? you say five on one? Yeah, I think it's five on one or four on one or something. <laughs> five on one. That's a, yeah, uh, that is a colloquialism for something. One monster, five cups, uh, something along those lines. Uh, the, uh, yes, he will poop in each of them. <laughs> For no reason. It's like, that's a mini game. Uh, so the the game <laughs> itself is like 60 We really wanted to bring another dimension to the game. Uh, so the game itself is a regular retail, $60. And then, of course, it has DLC, like everything does now. Uh, oh, yeah. But the story came out from the Xbox One DLC Hub website. See, I wouldn't mind if it was, because you get somewhere it's like really big add-ons to the game, which is cool. Mm-hmm. But then you get ones where it's like two bucks, you get like three weapons and Here's another one for two bucks. You get another three. It's like, can't you just combine them all into like a super weapon pack? So well, I have to sit there. So here's the thing. I'm sure this is going to piss off people. It pisses me off because the game's already 60 and then it's got a DLC pack um, that I'm guessing comes with new monsters or more maps or weapons and things like that. Some but, but the people who are at the Xbox One DLC hub page uh, for the Xbox store Notice that there is more than $60 worth of DLC not covered by the season pass. Mm-mm. Holy shit. Uh, the, uh, the game's Xbox One DLC hub page spans four pages, including 44 items. Uh, some, uh, both bundled, uh, both are, bun- uh, let's see, both bundles and individual gets for purchase. A quick breakdown. 24 skins are available. For $1.99 each. Nine of them are priced at $2.99. Uh, if you purchase each item individually, it will end up costing you $74.67. However, buying all the av- available bundles, there are eight for $4.99 and three for $6.99, which rings in at a grand total of $60.89. None of that is included in the game's season pass or the DLC associated with it. Um, and Translation: They're trying to do freemium bullshit. By the way, that's twenty four ninety nine uh, for the season pass. So you're looking at you want to buy the game, you want to buy the season pass, and you want all the DLC. That's sixty plus sixty plus twenty five. Is how much you are paying for this game, sir? Dan, you're better at math than I am. What is that? That's a hundred and twenty. 
hundred and forty. Far more money than you should spend on it. Hundred like yeah, hundred and forty five dollars roughly. There's about. Um, yeah, this is ridiculous. Uh, last month, following criticism in the face of copious amounts of DLC, Turtle Rock co-founder Phil Robb said the content amounts to, quote, options, nothing more, unquote. Turtle Rock previously said that it will release any future DLC maps and game modes for free to prevent splitting the community. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. I don't, I don't know. What do you... Uh, that's that's ridiculous. Like I'm, I I mean is it sounds like it is probably just options like it's a bunch of skins and uh stuff that I'll never buy. Yeah, like Black I, Ops 2 did that too where you would have all these different cool looking skins you could get but you'd have to pay for them. I was like, eh. Yeah, you could get like a a gun with like pink zebra stripes and shit like that. Who wouldn't want that? Yeah, come on. <laughs> the Look, uh, there's dragons on it. Ooh. I, I don't know. I think that's just ridiculous to include. That's a trend, though. I'm noticing. It, it happens a lot. The new WWE game has a season pass DLC, but it is also releasing other DLC that you don't get in the season pass. You have to buy it separately. Yeah, be- that's all thanks that. to... You can kind of blame the iPhone for it, because when iPhone apps came out, people started selling them for like two ninety nine and stuff like that, and... Mm-hmm. And then you got companies that would make games for the DS that were like 40 bucks, 30 bucks. And now they can't sell them for 30, 40 bucks on the iPhone. Right. So now they got to find another way to make that money. So they came up with freemium, make the game addicting. So you need to pay, pay money. Now everyone's doing that now. Like, it's, it's pretty much that's the way the games are probably going to be soon. It's almost <laughs> like you're looking at my Google Docs, sir, because that is that is such an incredible segue to the next story that I had put up here apple responds to freemium hate with a oh yeah new, i heard this, this yeah is awesome. with a new pay once and play category so let me let me run through this real quick uh AKA the only category i would ever use on the iphone uh app store users can expect to find a new pay once and play category on the digital retailer which allows you to browse games that won't include in-app purchases, Apple announced. Pay Once and Play aims to highlight releases that do not require users to pay an additional fee to progress in the game. Enjoy hours of uninterrupted fun and complete experiences spanning the App Store's most beloved genres, reads a statement from the company. Packed with thrills and unforgettable moments, uh, these powerhouse games belong in every collection. Uh... We're talking about games you play on a fucking phone, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I think there, I think, I mean, they might be. There might be some good games in there, but I, I don't know if I could, you know, packed with thrills and unforgettable moments. Uh, I, I don't know. Some of that. What was that? The blade. Oh, I can't remember the name of that game that was like uh, made by the. <laughs> like the blade, I'm like Fruit Ninja. No, <laughs> oh, ah. <laughs> it was. It was kind of like you were on. Uh, you're kind of on rails, which kind of made it suck. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm never going to remember the name. It was like a while ago they came out for the iPad with like a little test yeah. game where you would just wander around like this island that had like a big castle on it. You could go into the city and it looked pretty damn good. It looked like almost 360 graphics. The uh, by, by the way, the change uh, happened, sir. Uh Following a similarly small but important change to the App Store last year. I don't know if you saw this or not, but they dropped the word free. From the installation yeah, it button. Says get. Now it says get because it said free, and then like people, for example, would pay ca- would you know get Candy Crush for free, 
And then they would beat like the first 10 levels and it's like, hey, just pay us some money to advance to the next level. Or, you know, we'll let you play it. You just got to wait three days and then we'll yeah, fuck it for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, there is kind of like some, uh, oh, what am I, there's, it's kind of granular because there are some horrible games that are like that. Mm-hmm. And then there are some games that uh, that have in-app purchases, but it's because, oh, we're going to allow you to play like the first three levels. And then if you like it, you can buy the whole thing in game so it is technically a a pay once and play but it has in-app purchases in it and there are some that uh like i think i had a game where it was like a semi simulator a truck simulator Mm -hmm. and you could pay to like unlock all the trucks and then you could just use them or you could just uh you know so there's a lot of different ways in which they do this like that trivia crack game has like if you wanted to you could pay to get your lives back yes you know, stuff like that, or you pay to remove ads, and mm. or you get yeah. the really sneaky people who say, "Oh, it's a it's two ninety nine to download this," but really, what it is is it's a freemium game, and you're paying to get in game currency. That's how they call yes. it the premium version. Yes, they screw it, and then you get some games. I think there's like a quarterback game where you like you're you're being a quarterback, and you pay two ninety nine for it, and you find out you can't progress in the game if you don't pay money. Right. And they never said anything about it being freemium or anything. The, uh, and then you got the worst. There's one more. Galaxy on Fire 2. This was an awesome game for the iPad where essentially you would just like, collect resources and you could like get new ships and add-ons to it. And I think it was like six bucks when it came out. That's and all of a sudden they, nice to pay too for a, a, like a tablet game. Go ahead. Yeah, and then they did an update where now it's free! And then you oh. started getting ads and... Click here to get more money. And I'm like, oh, really? So it started off as a pay once and play. And then it transitioned to a get rich quick scheme, essentially. Uh, So the change to Apple's App Store comes in the wake of pressure from tiny regulators like, I don't know, the Federal Trade Commission or the UK Office of Fair Trading or the European Commission. Uh, regulators have pushed companies like Apple, Google, and Amazon to adopt stricter guidelines in how they promote and display free-to-play games with in-app purchases. Uh, Google said it planned to stop using the word free when games contain in-app purchases, though the company's Google Play Store still lists many titles like Candy Crush Saga, Clash of Clans, and Farmville 2 as quote-unquote free. Yeah, and um, it's kind of sad that they, the companies didn't come to this themselves. Look, I'm I'm, they I'm had to be pressured oh, into it. Sure, it's, sure. Uh, I'm I, I. However, I I'm okay with this if they want to use the word free and then use it literally like it is shown here with quotations around it. <laughs> free. Like, oh, it's a free game, all right. Just yeah. Go ahead. I, I, if you go to like uh, on any app store and you go to top grossing, they're all free games. Like Clash of Clans is the top grossing. That means people spent the most money on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hated Clash of Clans. By the way, you can only build two buildings at one time. Fuck that. Uh, you're not gonna have a. If you're not gonna have like a building queue, I'm, I'm not playing that shit. The uh, suck my dick, Cash Cole. The the so the 3ds <laughs> the 3ds uh, XL is I'm starting to see reviews for this now. Are you are you interested in in playing this or getting a hold of it? Is it does it? I would uh, really interest- much like to have a 3ds. Yes. A 3DS XL, sir. Is there is there much a di- is there much difference, or is this just a 3DS that's just a little bit bigger screen? It's probably just a little bigger. I, I didn't like what was the was it the 2DS or something like that? I didn't really like the way that looked. Yeah, it was just a it was just a 3DS without the 3D, which 
Does anybody even use that anyway anymore? Well, I no, I think this was like it didn't fold down. It looked like a really weird looking laptop computer. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. Oh, yeah. Hold a second. I sent you a link to it. I'm like pointing at it, like there it is. I'm the only one who can see it. <laughs> see everybody? Look, why why can't they see it? Oh, what the hell? Doesn't have a picture on here. Well, if you go to the 3DS on Wikipedia, or you can just Google 2DS. It, it, I didn't like the way it looked. <laughs> <laughs> the um, uh, it's like they they unfolded it and flattened it out, and they're like, here you go. Yeah. Hey, hey, there you go. Um, but yeah, a, I wouldn't mind having it. There, there's a lot of games for the, the 3DS I wouldn't mind having. Uh, by the way, um, the uh, and the Wii U, I really like to have a Wii U. Do you remember me telling you about MLB 15, the show, and that they had were including uh, Legends this year, right? Ooh, how come they didn't include that in the other ones? Oh no, no, that's a that's a well, it's definitely a thing that they're doing this year. Um, and the uh, I, I guess Are they bringing doing, back classic stadiums? They're doing a... I don't think so. Oh, come on. They're doing a... However, they are doing oh, a... Shit. They are doing a... Each team is getting a... Uh, each team is getting a legend. So, which also means, yes, teams like the Diamondbacks and the Rockies... Oh, yeah! ...who don't... Have legends on par Randy with. Randy Johnson played for them. He's kind of a legend. Oh, sure. You want? Do you want me to run down the list of the legends in this year's game? Each Just team. To tell you like for each team. Yeah, I've got. I got. Oh, that's I, awesome. I got the legend for each team here. Um, for the Nationals slash Expos, uh, it's Andre Dawson. Uh, for the Blue Jays, it's Joe Carter. For oh yeah, didn't he win the ninety-one World Series with a yeah, home run? with a home run? Uh, the Rangers, of course, have Nolan Ryan. Uh, the uh, the Rays have the Rays have the crime dog Fred McGriff. <laughs> the uh, the Cardinals have Ozzie Smith, which is awesome. Uh, the Mariners Does have he do a backflip when he runs out. He better. The uh, the Mariners have one of the greatest DHs of all time, Edgar Martinez. The Giants have Will Clark. Uh, the Padres shockingly have Dave Winfield. No Tony Gwynn? Yeah, I'm like, what? I mean, Dave Winfield was a, Dave Winfield is a good player, but where the fuck is Tony Gwynn? He's like the only guy. I think Tony Gwynn is the only guy, what, to win so many batting titles who wasn't in the dead ball era? Yeah. Is is yeah. Uh the Pirates have Ralph Kinnear, who is also a, a good player, but he's not the top of the Pirates list, clearly. Uh Philly Honus Wagner. What the fuck? <laughs> Phillies have Jason's uh Uncle Mike Schmidt. Uh, <laughs> athle- the uh, the Athletics have Dennis Eckersley. Yankees have Yogi Berra, which is a weird choice. Although he's they only like get one bad- legend. You could make an entire team out of Yankees. Oh, that is true. The Mets have Tom Seaver. Uh, the Twins get Harmon Killebrew. Uh, Brewers get Robin Yount. The Marlins get Cliff Floyd. <laughs> Uh, the Dodgers get Oral Hershiser. Uh, Again, he could probably make a, a whole team. Oh yeah, don't put Dodgers. Jackie Robinson in there or anything. Yeah. The uh, the Angels get Rod Carew. The Royals get George Brett. Uh, Astros Ooh. get 
Uh, the he gets at- pissed off if there's pine tar on the bed. <laughs> every at bed is that. He every at bed hit a home run. With home run doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. He just ran. He's like just sitting there going, huh? What? What's he saying? And he's just like, fuck you. Uh, Astros get Jeff Bagwell. Uh, the Rockies get Dante Bichette. <laughs> Rockies legend. Uh, the Indians get Kenny Lofton. Uh, the Reds get Johnny Bench. That's awesome. Uh, White Sox get Jack McDowell. Uh, the Cubbies get Ernie Banks. The Red Sox get Jack McDowell? White Sox get Jack McDowell. Oh, okay. I was just going to say. Uh, Orioles get Brooks Robinson. Uh, the Diamondbacks get Steve Finley. The Braves get Phil Necro. The Tigers no get... No Hank Aaron. No Hank Aaron. The, uh, the Tigers get Al Kaline. And uh, the Red Sox, of course, get Ted Williams. Uh, so yeah. no Yaz. Although I, I, Ted Williams is a way better pick, but yeah, <laughs> there are definitely some teams here where you could probably make the question of like, huh, really? That's an interesting. Yeah, like you think Yankee, you think Billy, Babe Ruth, but they're like, or eh, it's overdone. Or even DiMaggio or Gehrig, Mantle. Mantle. Jesus Christ. Everybody from the old teams. Um, And uh, I want to talk about it. I did not see this before I put this list together, but I want to list it right now. I want to talk about it. I want to read this article because the the headlines grabbed my attention. Uh, Here's the headline for this story, sir. A video game where you play as you and you move about and do stuff. Oh, that sounds awesome. (laughs) This game is about real life. The main protagonist is you. The game is called Reflections. The game is still in green light mode on Steam. Uh, Even if the setup sounds a little unusual, the game does look pretty interesting. Uh, It's another one of those walkabout games where you explore your surroundings, pick up stuff, and make decisions and move the story forward. You begin the game picking up your things and head out to college. Well, that's not me. I'm not in college. This game is already bullshit, sir. Uh, the player. Yeah, exp- how come I'm not just not sitting down playing a game? The player explores. <laughs> it asks a bunch of questions about you. It's like, are you sitting down right now? Yes. Are you playing a game? Yes. And then it's just you controlling a guy sitting on a couch with a controller. <laughs> Who's controlling who? And then it just goes to black and then runs credits. <laughs> Aren't you glad this was greenlit? <laughs> I paid 15 bucks for this on Steam. Uh, the player explores and interacts. Uh, the story reacts to how the player moves objects around. Uh, the developer of the game says, Interactions are all based around manipulating physics, uh, physics-driven objects, but we're pushing hard to make each of those interactions meaningful, he said. You can do things like explore your home, make repairs, cool. cultivating the relationship with your friends and family, exploring your neighborhood, or even just play games like basketball. Uh, as you complete interactions, objects become flushed with color. The player's view of the world gradually changes from monochrome to vivid color. Uh, since few games have come out with very interesting experiences that are just about normal people, he explains, referring to games like Gone Home and even more fantastical fare like uh, Dear Esther or the Stanley Parable, the value of that type of experience has been proven. Not every game has to be about action, combat, or puzzles. So, Dan, would you play a game? Would you play? Would you essentially play Seinfeld of the game? Where you just <laughs> you just do stuff. It's a show about nothing. 
Walk around your digital home. Oh, I mean, people already do this, right? Isn't it called like Second Life? Yeah. Where they're like, they're, they're sitting in a room that's completely dirty and like needs to be vacuumed and picked up, but instead they're vacuuming and picking up their digital home in Second Life. Like, is that what this is going to be? I don't know. Would you play this game? You got to clean up your clothes. It doesn't sound very fun, but. <laughs> dad shouts from the other room hey fold your shirt and you're like hold on i'm folding my shirts in in reflections as soon as i'm done <laughs> folding my shirts there <laughs> one moment uh okay so before we head off i saved the uh, the biggest for last the biggest piece of news uh for the end um do you know that game i am bread yeah okay where you get to play as a piece of bread it's it's finally been updated Oh, thank God. I Am Bread, sir, has been updated uh, with a playable, a new playable character. Uh, and, of course, I'm talking about the long-awaited and anticipated Baguette. So you can now play as a Baguette. Uh, in You've I been asking Bread. for it. We added it. <laughs> um, baguette is finally here. <laughs> The uh, the latest update, Bossa Studios' latest update for its quirky carb-centric release, I Am Bread, will introduce a new outdoor level, two new modes, and a playable baguette. <laughs> like opening <laughs> announced over Twitter. The outdoor level, simply known as the garden, can be viewed briefly in a video uh, that is offered on the website below that you can clearly see right now while you're listening to this podcast, which shows off some of the outdoor wall climbing that you can attempt as a piece of bread using your controller's triggers and bumpers. Uh, a free roam mode is now also included, as was requested by fans. Really? To allow people request stuff for this game? Like, hey, I want to be able to free roam with my piece of bread. <laughs> Allowing you I want to be able to walk around and yeah, yeah. I really got to breathe in this world from the perspective of bread. <laughs> um, oh no, I fell in the toaster. Game over. <laughs> Isn't mean, that the point? That's the there? point. Oh, okay. uh, allowing users to explore all levels in full. Also coming is a rampage mode, which is exactly <laughs> what it sounds like. But perhaps most important of all is the new playable baguette. And while no images are available just yet, it probably looks exactly how you think it is. Uh, so there you go playable, a playable baguette sir uh, finally the video game industry is opened up to the uh, it's no longer just a white bread world it's, uh, it's, finally, it's finally reached its maturity uh, and we can, we can now say that we live in a time where a playable baguette is a, is a thing that we can do it's a proud moment uh, for all of humanity I'd say uh, without a shadow of a doubt in fact um, so actually, were you playing anything else were you, or were you just playing, uh, were you just fucking around with the PS2 and shit? Have you been well, playing anything playing. else lately? Uh, I finally got to play Dragon Age Inquisition a little bit, but I haven't gotten very far. So I haven't really, can't really say too much about it. Now that you can read the text, you're like, this is a poorly written game. I quit. <laughs> Ooh, I've also been, I, love- I played, uh, that, uh, what was it? Dead Island Riptide, which seemed like it could be a better game. Mm-hmm. Like the, like I shouldn't have to try to get headshots with a crowbar. I should just beat people with it. A crowbar. I have to try to. Right. Yeah, come on. Like you get a reticle with it and everything. Like it's it's, it's just a crowbar. <laughs> what? <laughs> Is there a scope? Does a, could you get a scope on this crowbar as well? <laughs> <laughs> it's a very typical. You just like, poke him with it. 
<laughs> of course, you don't hit them because they're looking through a scope and they appear closer than they actually are. It's like, <laughs> it's holy just crap. Poking and nothing is connecting. Um, I can't believe they put a reticle on a crowbar. It's so stupid. You should be able to just wildly swing that motherfucker. Um, yeah, isn't that the point? Is that all you've been playing lately? or That's all I played. I, I, I mean, I did Destiny against my better knowledge or Your judgment. Yeah, judgment. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I think I already, I mean, there's still fun stuff to do on there, but I think I mentioned, I think I mentioned that I finally, I I completed the, uh, the first episode of life is strange. I played, I played through that. Uh, that is, I'm pretty sure I thought I talked about this on the last podcast, but I don't remember. Uh, it's a square Enix game and it is, uh, Oh yeah, I think I, yeah, yeah. It's like a choose your own adventure type game. It's about this, uh, um, this girl who has who's having like a, a nightmare, and she wakes up in class, and um, she has to go to the bathroom. She's like a typical emo-y teenager, uh, so, and uh, this is just so stupid. I need to go wash that my. Was... Yeah, like she gets out of class, and there's all these people walking around and talking. So she puts earbuds on and listens to like hipster music. Um, but it's it's really well. It's a really well done game. It looks gorgeous. The art style is great, and the acting and the voice acting and stuff is all really good. And the story is. Uh, is actually kind of interesting. Like she goes, she, she goes to the bathroom to wash the uh, the shame off of her face, uh, and okay. uh, while she's in there, she she hides behind a stall when a guy comes in, and a girl comes in behind this guy, and they start arguing, and he pulls out a gun and shoots her, and she freaks out and hold, you know, she's like no, and she holds out her hand, and when that happens, like stuff starts moving in reverse, and then there's like a big flash of light, and the next thing she knows, she's back in her class again. And she starts realizing that she can control time, like she can rewind things. Um, so, like, if she gets stuck in a situation, like she gives the wrong answer to something, she just slowly rewinds it and then gives the right answer. Uh, things like that. And she's so she like saves the girl's life, and then you kind of go on a um, a progression of things. And, and it turns out the nightmare she's having is like this gig- like this giant tornado is ripping her town apart. And that turn like by the end of the first episode, that turns out to not be a dream. She was actually there, and that's how she like rewound time for the first time. Like it, she sent herself all the way back. Uh, and it's like a multi multi episode game, so they um, you have to do like a season pass. It's like a fifteen dollar season pass, but the you know they release a, I think it's like a five five episode game, and they. Um, there's probably, I don't know when the second episode gets released, but it's, it's, I'm, I'm sure it's fairly soon. Uh, so I, I played through that and I finally completed the DLC, the, the DLC pack for watchdogs that I had downloaded six months ago. Uh, I have finally completed. Did they, did they do any updates to, uh, fixing the driving in that game? Uh, negative. Oh, yeah. As best I can tell, the driving is still pretty rough. Although I, I only, uh, I don't know for sure because I've only I only drive around in uh, like big trucks have better handling and motorcycles, despite being smaller, have much better handling. So I always I'm I'm always on like a motorcycle or or something like that. Plus, it's the fastest way to travel around for the most part. Uh, some cars have good handle. Most of them do not, especially like the really high performance cars have really like really terrible. Like if you get in like the Lamborghini clone, that type of thing, those things have like terrible handling like they're very fast but they handle absolutely horribly um i don't know maybe that's real life i don't know if lamborghinis actually handle horribly my guess is they're incredibly expensive so they probably handle fine 
but not on this game. Uh, and and yeah. I've I've got a and I've got a fuck ton of backlog for games. I've got the um, I've got the first two episodes of the Telltale Game of Thrones Choose Your Own Adventure game that I have not started playing yet. Uh, I've got Infamous First Light, which I have not started playing yet. Uh, I've got Dying Light, which is a first-person survival zombie, uh, like mixed with parkour, mixed with tons of crafting uh, and upgrading stuff type game. And I've not played that yet. And I've still and that Order eighteen eighty six game, which is going to be available to play in like five days. Uh, <laughs> I've got that as well. So I'm backlogged as fuck, and that's not even counting like the I've got like a couple of PS three games like I. I got Batman Arkham Asylum uh, a couple months ago when it was a PlayStation Plus game, and I've not even played that. So I've got like a giant backlog of video games that I haven't even started playing, but at least I'll be able to keep myself busy uh, for the most part. And I'll have stuff to talk about on here uh, by and large. So I don't know, are you are you eyeing any future video game purchases? Uh, not really. <laughs> there isn't anything for the 360 that I really want. It's a good thing you're hosting this podcast. There's always new. <laughs> well, I mean, if I had a better, like, if I could get like a Wii U or something, but I gotta wait. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. That's how long. Money, sir. It's all about the monies. I agree wholeheartedly, and it blows, of course. Uh, PS4. I don't know. I'm still on the fence. Like, I, uh, I'm probably gonna get like a chair. And so I can have like a computer. If you want, if you want a next gen console, it's PS4 definitely over Xbox One. In my in my humble opinion, but uh, I mean, Jason was was Xbox always as well, and he seems to be enjoying his PS4 experience for the most part. So uh, yeah, that that would I, I, a a 360 has left a sour taste in my mouth from Microsoft because it's just uh, feels like it's just put together with like duct tape and. <laughs> Like paper clips and shit. <laughs> Fucking Xbox 360. Get Bill Gates in here. Get Bill Gates in here. Yeah, Xbox 360 is a thousand times. Incredibly old reference. Now that I think about it, actually, <laughs> it's like and that movie made a Star Trek three reference. So. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. Uh, this from 1998, I believe. It was that South Park film. Uh, anyway, we're gonna we're gonna get going for this week. Uh, for Dan, <laughs> for Dan Lewis, I'm Anthony Lewis. We'll be back next week, uh, probably. That's our music. <laughs> Level your gear. Woo. <laughs>